listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome to the Voice of Charity. I'm Marie Jokum. And I'm Bridget Murphy. Marie, do you know what today is? I do, but I'm really excited for you to tell all of our listeners. (laughs) It's Um, not just December 1st. No. Special day that it is. Today is Giving Tuesday, a fantastic grassroots movement that started, I can't believe this now, in 2012 and is now an international symbol of goodwill in the holiday season. So as as all of you know by now, it goes Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. uh, Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Saturday, Cyber Monday. I mean, honestly, and today, the greatest day of all, <laughs> Giving Tuesday. All. Greatest day of all. You know, I think it is crazy to think how much money is raised yeah. on this particular day. Um, I saw a statistic that said last year, Giving Tuesday campa- campaigns raised $1.9 billion worldwide. That's an insane amount of money with $511 million of that raised in the United States. And I think, you know, it is such a symbol, um, particularly in this time and in this space that we inhabit of the generosity of people um, in giving. Absolutely. And I think it's it's also a testament to a lot of small gifts working together. I think on Giving Tuesday, you see a lot of people giving. $10, $20, $50, $100, and that all absolutely adds up, as you mentioned. Um, Certainly, we we hope if you're able, you can include Catholic charities in your giving today. We want to share just a little bit about our work, um, particularly during the pandemic, before we get to our guests. Um, Just from March through October, uh, we have provided almost a million dollars, 848,000 in financial assistance to keep people in their home. So those are people who might have lost jobs Mm -hmm. or wages and need some help in order to make their rent so that they're not evicted. You can imagine how important that is. Um, We have answered more than 59,000 homelessness prevention hotline calls. Um, There is a moratorium on evictions at the moment, but when that is lifted as we come out of this pandemic, we will still have people facing that calamity. And important to some of the services we're going to talk about later today, we are providing mental health services uh, via video and telephone to more than 1,000 adults and children. So just um, 
please, as you give today, and we know there are many, many worthy causes out there, and we're happy to partner with so many of them, um, we ask you to remember us today. Yeah, and you know, Bridget, I think what's been so great, too, if you're a listener of ours or if you're watching us on YouTube, um, you've heard the stories of our programs, and so this is how we help support them. So thank you. Today, um, we're going to talk a little bit about the Spirit of St. Nicholas Ball. So for the past 30 years, Catholic Charities has hosted a really, really special Christmas gathering called the Spirit of St. Nicholas in downtown Chicago. We honor the legacy of St. Nicholas. I know I was a big fan of his when I was a kid growing up. Put those shoes out, get some good stuff in there. Um, so we we honor that by gathering with our friends and also raising crucial funds for our programs and services that benefit particularly children and families. But- so this year's Spirit of St. Nicholas will be, of course, a virtual event um, this Friday, December 4th. I can't believe it's here. And we thought it would be fun to give you a little preview of this exciting online party and invite really all of you to join in from the comfort of your home. And with us today are two ladies who have been working nonstop both on the ball and on some of the services that the ball makes possible. Annie Scully Tempus is Special Events Manager at Catholic Charities. Any longtime listener has heard uh, Annie on the show before. And also, <clears throat> excuse me, with us is Laura Coover, who is Associate Vice President for Child, Youth, and Family Services. Welcome, Annie and Laura. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to be with you guys. Well, we're so happy to have you. And I have been in touch with Annie a little bit on this event. And I have to say, it is very fun because everything wraps around St. Nicholas, which is, as you mentioned, Marie, such a fun and um, really charismatic person. So why don't, Annie, if you can start, tell us a little bit about the event. But if you could, um, a little something about St. Nicholas we might not know. Oh, gosh. Well, I would hate to spoil the surprises that we have for our special guest. Oh, good answer. Sister Barbara Reed is joining us to actually give us an in-depth profile of um, who St. Nicholas was, his legend, um, and how he became who he is today. Uh, Sister Barbara happens to be the president-elect of Catholic Theological Union, so we are in great hands learning it from her. Um, but she will go into a lot of the stories about how St. Nicholas has, um, through legend and history and myth, um, come to be known as the protector and secret giver of children, which I think that a lot of our supporters today can identify with, that spirit of giving and often giving uh, in ways known only to you and to God. Um, and so we're, we're really excited for that to be a part of our program this year. I think um, of course, the, the ball gets its name from St. Nicholas, and, um, and we're, we're, we try to you know, make the spirit and the feeling and all of the celebration kind of encapsulate that, that special tradition that we have. I love that you are kind of bringing in sort of like an educational piece. Um, I think some of the things that it sounds like you guys have prepared for this virtual event are really different. Um, So I encourage anyone listening that this is unique and creative. It's not your run-of-the-mill virtual event. True. Um, So, Annie, can you tell us a little bit more about, like, what that's going to look like? So what's going to be included on Friday night uh, if, if folks join? Absolutely. 
the program is free to join, by the way. So anybody listening um, is welcome to join free of cost, and we'll provide those details a little later on. Um, but we will uh, go into uh, a recap of all the great work that, that you've mentioned um, many times on your show that Catholic Charities has done over the past year, um, you know, during this COVID crisis that is at once extremely um, impactful in the lives of, of children um, and also, you know, just, just so um, critical for their families to have the support that Catholic Charities has. Um, so that will be at the forefront of our discussion and, and celebration, really, because there has been such wonderful work being done. Um, our president, Sally Blount, and uh, Cardinal Blaise Supich will also be joining us to, to talk about that work and, you know, the, the wonderful ways that we can reflect on it at this time of year. Um, we will, as mentioned, have Sister Barbara with us talking about uh, that mythical but historical figure, uh, St. Nicholas. We'll have Laura Coover with us as well, who you'll hear from in a, in a bit, talking a little bit more in depth about uh, the support that we're offering to children and families right now. Um, and as is characteristic at every in-person St. Nicholas celebration, we'll have some uh, musical performances uh, that, that you can enjoy at home. Um, and we'll end with uh, a special sort of story that the St. Nicholas Ball Committee uh, which is a group of uh, 30 wonderful couples uh, have prepared uh, from from near and far uh, to give a holiday greeting. This is going to be so fun. And also, <laughs> one of my coping um, serotonin-boosting activities during the pandemic <laughs> has been at-home dance parties. So I'm definitely coming. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here on The Voice of Charity. And when we come back, we're going to talk more with Laura Coover and Annie Scully-Tumpas. Catholic Charities staff members work every day to end poverty and homelessness. We do this on a one-to-one -one basis with anyone who asks for help. We also work with organizations who study these issues across our city, state, and nation. The Wilson Sheehan Lab for Economic Opportunities, or LEO, at the University of Notre Dame is one of these research centers. Through our partnership with LEO, Catholic Charities has gained valuable insights into scientific evaluation methods that determine the most effective interventions to help people avoid poverty and homelessness. Along with our experience and compassion, trusted research is helping Catholic Charities offer hope and so much more to anyone in need. For more information, visit catholiccharities.net. A Catholic faith-based education enriches both your mind and your heart. Academic standards are strong and so is the feeling of community. 96% of our graduates go on to college. If you think a Catholic high school education is for you, keep these dates in mind. Registration is now open for the Catholic High School Entrance Exam, which will take place on Saturday, December 5th. Students should take the exam at the high school they hope to attend next year. For more information, log on to our website, schools.archchicago.org. Catholic Charities' Divine Affair home tasting parties are going virtual. This year marks the 20th anniversary of Divine Affair, the elegant wine tasting event that benefits our self-sufficiency programs. Low-income single parents with dependent children are trying to break the cycle of welfare and poverty. 
Today, the need is greater than ever as the COVID-19 pandemic has left thousands of newly struggling families in need of immediate assistance. You can easily coordinate a virtual wine tasting and help Catholic charities at the same time. Each guest will enjoy a sample wine kit that includes wine and a guide, all courtesy of Lewis Glenn's Wines. You can gather your friends and family for this fun event or incorporate a celebration for a birthday, anniversary, or engagement at the same time. To learn more about a virtual home tasting party and how you and your guests can win fabulous raffle prizes, call today at 773-756-6937. That's 773-756-6937. Cheers! Good morning and welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Joko. And Bridget Murphy. And we are here today on Giving Tuesday talking with two incredible women who make it happen at Catholic Charities. Annie Scully-Tumpus, who's the Special Events Manager at Catholic Charities, and Laura Coover, the Associate Vice President for Child, Youth, and Family Services. And we are talking about our annual St. Nicholas Ball, which is, as you would imagine, virtual this year. Um, and the work it supports. Before we get to you, Laura, one more thing on the ball. I was struck last year. It was my first one. So for folks um, who've never been, because it's not a cheap ticket. We're raising money for really crucial services. Um, But it is lovely and festive, and people are dressed to the nines. But it is when the Ken Arlen Orchestra, which is, I don't know, like 100 people, (laughs) starts playing I have never seen so f- many people on a small dance floor in my life clearly having the time of their life. Um, you know, usually you have those people reticent to dance who are kind of huddled around their tables and enjoying good conversation. There's very little of that at this event. It seems like everyone's on the dance floor. So it'll be fun to have the orchestra as part of that. Annie, kudos to you. Love that. Love that. And, you know, well, I think as we... Um, as we think about what this supports, what all that great dancing that you'll get to do from the comfort of your own home <laughs> in your jammies, if you want, Christmas jammies, maybe, I don't know, or put on a ball gown. All of this is to support real people on the ground um, who are in need. And so, Laura, we're going to we're gonna let you chat because I know you've got good stuff to tell us. Can you share with us what are your primary responsibilities um, in the child, youth, and family service area? I know we've had many of your workers on our program um, Um, in the past, but share with us the big picture. Sure thing. Thanks, Marie. So being the Associate Vice President of our Child Youth and Family Services allows me the great pleasure to work with our Youth Counseling Department, which includes eight programs that provide mental health services to youth and their families. I also get to work with our Transforming Lives program, which I believe that you had Siobhan uh, Parker, the program director on your show, which provides doula and home visiting services to pregnant and postpartum women who suffer from an opiate use disorder. And then finally, I get to provide uh, performance and quality improvement support to all of the programs in our service area. Just a few things, Laura. Just a few things. just a couple. But, you know, I think... I'm clearly not bored. (laughs) No, exactly, exactly. And how important this work is that you're doing right now. Um, You know, just the, the idea of mental health, we've talked about the importance of the services and how good we are at Catholic Charities in providing them. So just for our listeners, you know, this is the real deal. These folks are doing the thing. That's right. And Laura, tell us about the transformation you had to make when the pandemic started. Um, You explained that so well. In just two days, you went from never doing telehealth 
to all telehealth. Yep, you got it. So in the middle of the March, when the governor issued the stay-at-home order, our youth counseling department had never provided virtual services to our clients. We just, there wasn't a need to do it, and we just, you know, it seemed to be a really big task, and um, we just, you know, hadn't made any movement in that direction yet. Um, So we went from never providing a telehealth service to transitioning 100% of our services to telehealth within only 48 hours, which is truly amazing, even though I got to experience it. Looking back at it, I'm still completely over overwhelmed with how amazing the staff were and are that they were able to do that and things of course for us were a little bumpy at first as um, we were trying to get our footing and figure things out in this new way but our staff has been so innovative and creative and they're really quickly able to successfully implement all of our services in this new way and laura tell us um I think everyone can understand the stress and anxiety that um, the pandemic has layered on top of some already pretty intense need. But tell us particularly about the the children and how, you know, being in and out of school, being isolated at home, you know, they're they're seeing their parents stressed. They're seeing some some of them have lost a parent. Um, and tell us a little bit about what your therapists are seeing and how they're able to help. Sure. So we're finding that our clients are dealing with many of the same issues that they've always dealt with, which for us includes trauma, depression, anxiety, family systems, dysfunctions. Um, however, there are now, like you said, Bridget, additional challenges that are compounding an already really challenging situation. Our clients are now socially isolated, which, as you can imagine, only makes symptoms of depression worse. We're also faced with a contagious worldwide pandemic, which for someone who's dealing with anxiety, it can often make the anxiety symptoms unbearable. And then additionally, our clients are facing challenges with meeting their basic needs, such as food, housing. And while our therapists typically have been able to focus on the mental health concerns of our clients, they're now being forced to focus first on the basic needs of our clients, because we know If our clients' basic needs are unmet, then they are unable to make progress on their journey towards a more stable mental health. Like you mentioned, Bridget, our clients are also dealing with grief and loss issues at a great, much greater volume than we have ever seen before, and they are continuing to try to navigate the social unrest and the impact that this has had on them and their families. Our primary goal always with counseling services um, is to meet the client where the client is and focus on what the client needs to focus on in that moment. Our um, intent is to help our clients improve their lives. So we are on board with getting there, however makes the most sense to those clients that we're serving. You know, Laura, when I'm listening to you talk, obviously, you know, our our primary concern at at Catholic Charities are the people that we serve and our clients and and just the the incredible amount of stress and anxiety on them. And these are children, right? These are young people. But I also can't help but think about your workers, um, about the social workers who are doing this work while also dealing with many of these same things, right? I mean, they're they're superheroes, but they're they're still people. Um, So I just huge kudos to you and to your team um, in in trying to meet the needs of the clients, but also in pivoting to this new way of working um, in their own dealing with stress and anxiety and, and the pandemic. Um, 
when we're going to take another short break here, but when we come back, Laura, we're going to ask you to share um, some stories about how Catholic Charities has really been there for for a child or a family this year. Um, so we'll take that break and we'll be back on The Voice of Charity. Catholic Charities Celebration of Giving is underway and we need your help more than ever. Now in its 73rd year, the Celebration of Giving was started by a group of adoptive parents who wanted to buy gifts for children who had not yet been adopted. This wonderful idea spread at Catholic Charities and last year 25,000 gifts were given to people who would otherwise have nothing to open Christmas Day. Our online partners make it easy to donate toys. Gift cards are so appreciated by teenagers too. Gather your friends, family, colleagues, and neighbors and join this huge, awesome outpouring of kindness that is filled with the spirit of Christmas. To learn more, visit catholiccharities.net slash celebration or call 312-655-7401. Thank you from everyone at Catholic Charities. We invite you to watch Catholic Chicago this weekend, featuring a conversation with Cardinal Blaise Supich and video highlights from across the Archdiocese. Here's host Todd Williamson. Catholic churches respond as the need to feed the hungry surges in the COVID-19 pandemic. Pope Francis's new encyclical and the call for mutual respect for all cultures. And a local priest ready to run even when the Chicago Marathon is canceled. Watch Catholic Chicago Friday at 7 p.m. on Chicago Loop Cable, Channel 25, and Sunday afternoon at 3 on the Comcast Network, Channel 100. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum. And Bridget Murphy. And we are talking with two amazing women, uh, Annie Scully-Tumpus, who is a special events manager at Catholic Charities, who uh, helps us raise much-needed funds for these incredible programs that we get to talk about every week, and Laura Coover, the Associate Vice President for Child, Youth, and Family Services, who oversees an incredible team um, doing the work on the ground. Laura, before we um, took a break, I promised that you would maybe share with our listeners some a story of, of Catholic Charities being there for a child and, or family this year. Sure, I'd love to. So I'm going to talk about Aisha, and Aisha is an eight-year-old who's been receiving services, counseling services, through our Youth and Family Therapeutic Services Program. So during one of the sessions, Aisha's therapist engaged her in a scavenger hunt. Aisha has a history of having trouble verbally expressing herself, therefore the therapist thought a visual representation would work best for Aisha. During the scavenger hunt, Aisha showed engagement, enthusiasm, and interest in the hunt. She was able to share many aspects of her life. For example, she shared a closet that made her feel safe. She talked about loving her black skin when asked if, if there is something that she loves about herself. And she also talked about her family as something that she cannot live without. She shared with the therapist a portrait of her grandmother who recently passed away due to COVID, bringing her peace. 
During the session, Aisha and the therapist were also able to have a rich and insightful conversation about the grieving process and about her self-esteem. Aisha expressed that she enjoys therapy a lot and shared in session that therapy teaches her something new about herself each time. Oh, Laura. Don't you love it? I mean, I'm and crying. This, I'm here yeah, in the I mean, studio this crying. This is one. Marie, this is one of hundreds of stories that we have yes. about the amazing work that we're doing. And, um, you know, even in this very challenging way of delivering our services, we're still able to positively impact the children and families that we serve. I mean, I think this is an incredible. There's so many things that stand out to me in this story. Um Aisha, her therapist, the creativity to think about doing a scavenger hunt. I mean, that's brilliant. Uh, Well done, all of you. And I think this really speaks to the incredible importance of things like the Spirit of St. Nicholas Ball, like Giving Tuesday. We wouldn't be able to have the therapists that we have without financial support. We wouldn't be able to do to work with the Aishas of the world without financial support. So this is my uh, ad-libbed plug um, that this this fundraising is crucial to the work that we do. And so bless you, Laura, for this work, but also thank you to everyone who's thinking about about giving to us and joining the Spirit of St. Nicholas Ball. Right. And I think, you know, children is really, children are the through line of what we're talking about today. their their innocence and vulnerability and their excitement at Christmas time. That's why we always talk about Christmas as being a time for children, the way they look at the tree, the way they talk about stories about Santa, all that all that magic is really because of children. And I think what touches us so much about kids is all that potential. And I think what Laura's team does and what a lot of Catholic Charities programs do is try to remove what obstacles we can to those kids and their families reaching that potential. And we all want every child to have Mm -hmm. as many opportunities as possible and as few obstacles as possible. And so, you know, one of the best things we can do for a kid is let someone know that, that they're cared about and that they're seen and that they're unique. And um, I think that's really special about what your team does, Laura. Can you share one more um, story? Maybe, I, I know you've shared with me um, a child who um, who sort of expressed concern about their parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is, I don't wanna, you know, um, give too much of a preview of the story I'm gonna be sharing at the ball on Friday night. But um, yeah, we had a client whose uh, mom obviously was was suffering from symptoms of depression and was having a hard time getting out of bed. And when we were meeting with this young boy, he was about 12 years old, um, he shared with us how concerned he was because his mommy wouldn't get up. And it's just so heartbreaking to have such a young child share something that's, that's so scary, you know, and not knowing what's going on with his mom. And so we were able to engage with mom, thankfully, and we were able to get her, give her some of the services that she needs. And so as a result, she was able to improve and take better care of her child. And so we, we still have both mom and our boy in, in therapy, um, both individually, and we get to do some work with them together. Uh, and their family system is, is improving. You know, it's, it's not easy because there's so many things still going on in the world that is only making symptoms of depression harder to manage right now. 
Um, but thankfully, mom gets out of bed every day now. So that that is a step in the right direction for this family. I think this is just incredible to hear all of this. And, and I know that now I am really excited to join. So this is a good spot, Annie. Can you tell it? How do folks get to come? How do they get to give? Yeah, they can. As I mentioned, it's free to attend. Um, there will be just a simple link that you click on your computer or your phone and you'll watch a live broadcast, and you can access that just by emailing me. And my email address is A-S-C-U-L-L-Y at catholiccharities.net. Great. And for those folks who are maybe watching it um, on YouTube or who will watch this later, um, you'll be able to, you can access that on our website, and we'll, we'll have somewhere written Annie's email out Um I'm looking at the producers. I hope that's what we're going to do. <laughs> so Annie's um, name is, is Ann Scully. So uh, A. Scully, we'll just repeat it one more time. A. Scully, A-S-C-U-L-L-Y, at catholiccharities.net. I think um, it's a great chance just to have some fun, hear about St. Nicholas, hear about some Christmas traditions, enjoy the orchestra. I think there are a couple other surprises in store. Um and enjoy, you know, enjoy some festivity along with supporting some really important work. Annie, you've taken a really treasured Catholic Charities event and transformed it into a fantastic um, event for 2020. Laura, thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing with us um, the incredible work of your area. We hope everyone will join us again next Tuesday here on The Voice of Charity when we welcome Father Zeke Sanchez from the Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe in Desplaines. For now, this is Marie Jokum and Bridget Murphy wishing you all a safe and healthy and happy week from everyone at Catholic Charities. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.